What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and uh, her mother-in-law. Happy Hi. fucking what is it? Thursday. You know? Oh, Thursday. Sorry, guys. I didn't know. <laughs> I had one job. Jerry's on it today. I had one job. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Um, you have something to talk about? I do. All right. How do we not talk about this? Oh, you forgot last episode? I did. We're recording two today. We just did like a life chat. Explain Explain to me. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. Riddle me this. Who ripped this off the wall? Benjeroni, of If course. the sound sounds like shit, it's Benji's fault because he ripped off one of our foam boards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Brian, Laund- uh, Brian Laundry. Oh, we wanted to update on that. Yeah, because, you know, the DNA came back not a match. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, I didn't see this. Uh, yeah. So DNA Wait. is not a match. They have no cause of death, and they're cremating the remains and not having a funeral. I'm sorry. Wait, so yes. the teeth, the dental so the, records so are the, wrong? The dental records are correct, which just goes to show that TikTok that we saw about the random guy just taking some teeth oh, and Oh, my fucking there. God, you guys. But we all knew it, right? We were like, oh, it's all like suspicious. I don't like, have you five weeks, all these different agencies searching for the body, and mom and dad happen to stumble upon the body, find the teeth, whatever, all that shit. It's not his DNA. And now, what does that mean? Saying, Wait, what does that mean? Wait, the teeth match? The skull. So the skull? It was a whole skull? It was a whole skull. It's not his skull. It did right, not match. Right, so it was fake teeth. I'm telling you, this guy's psychotic. It's, what, it's so not him. And now they're He's alive. cremating the remains. No. That, no, that's what they're doing. They're not having it. They're cremating the remains. Why? To, Why? To, to get rid of any proof that it's not him. Like, I'm so mad at this whole thing because now it's like now they're fucking playing. It's a game. He's Let alive. This poor girl. Yeah, he's alive. Let this poor girl fucking rest in peace. I knew fucking, it. Fucking, like, I mean, we all know. We're all saying this is too much of a coincidence, everything no. else. But yeah. now it's not. But what? Oh, I know, like, it, it boils I, my blood. It's just like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? Literally, like, closed for five this? weeks, it opens one day, the parents go there within an hour. Oh, look, his backpack. Oh, look, his notebook that's been submerged underwater for five weeks, but now it's legible. We can read it. But he's bones. But he's bones. But we can read the notebook. But it's not even his bones. <laughs> and it's his fucking, he fucking glued fucking fake teeth on a fucking, somebody else's skull. That's what he fucking did psychotic he's psychotic at this point obviously he's on the run Alyssa, like i i was just like like because this came out yesterday i saw it and i'm like how i knew it the fact that they could even allow it to go ahead with like um a cremation like you're just what are they like on his side or something they're like helping him i mean you're not trying to help the investigation if you're willing them to just get rid of the any remains like to me, and there's no, there's no cause of death was revealed. There was no. Let me look at this. Um, yeah, please look it up because you're better than me with this. But I just remember, like, holy balls! Like, how, how is this okay? How is it that they're just gonna go? Okay, we're just gonna cremate the, the remains. There's this guy um, from a news station that I follow on Twitter. He like literally like stands outside the house. Like he's been on top of it. I don't know if you've heard of him, Brian. Brian Enton, Eat Enton. Mm. He's been great. So whenever I need like an you update, just go to his. Yeah. Thing. So you can get like minute by minute. The family is grieving privately somewhere in Florida, according to the Laundry family attorney. The Laundries left their Northport house yesterday morning. Oh, convenient. Wait. Now they're leaving the house to grieve. 
their their son's not son's body because it's not his DNA. So what are they grieving? That's what I'm saying. Who are they grieving? They're grieving another lost soul. That's not his I son. didn't see that, that it was not his not his bones. Hold on. Where'd you see that? Everywhere yesterday. Byron Laundry DNA. Yeah, notebook found near Brian Laundry's remains may be salvageable. Also, I want to see their, the parents' reaction when they came across the skull of their son. They're like, oh, there he is. Are they staying home and not looking for him? Like, like they're in on it. He's hiding. Oh, Laundry's DNA does not match skull found. Autopsy comes back inconclusive cause of death. Undetermined. Right. So there's no cause of death. And parents are having no funeral for Ryan Laundry. So there's going to be no funeral. They're going to cremate his body. There's no cause of death. And the DNA don't match. And it was just a skull? I, I Well, they said that the, rest the DNA of the, body. the the skull didn't match. But I don't know if it was how much of the remains were found. Well, whose DNA is it? I don't know. Why are they not answering hit? questions? They're not answering questions. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like, it's pissing me off because it's like, it's just like, oh, now they're in hiding. They're going to go and grieve. What are you grieving? It's not your fucking son's skull. Like, I don't get it. I don't get why it's just okay for them to go grieve the loss of their son when he's not lost anywhere. They're not. And where they go? And why did nobody follow them and see where they went? Because they're probably going to wherever the fuck he is. Somebody's saying this is fake. That what's fake? Saying that it's not his DNA. Like, it's a fake news article. It's on a random uh, Facebook, you saw it? Skyline News? No, I think it was Twitter. Wait, but I'm on KCRA Channel 3 um, NBC. And this is saying the autopsy of Laundry's remains came back inconclusive. His autopsy is not provided a matter of cause of death, nor his remains, uh, and his remains are now being... Transferred to an anthropologist. I'm reading on Forbes. It says his there. It was found his belongings and reportedly included a badly decomposed skull. So it's just a skull. So a badly decomposed skull. That whether okay. So maybe that was a false article saying the DNA don't match. But maybe. I'm on. I'm on an NBC news site that is saying that it's inconclusive. So maybe somebody's making inconclusive, meaning it's not a match. But either way, how is it so badly decomposed? In five weeks? <laughs> not like I, I don't know. I don't know. This I mean, I'm not. Shit. I'm not a fucking scientist. But wouldn't it take a lot more than five weeks for a skull to start to decompose? For the skull, yeah, it's bones. And now they're bringing it to an anthropologist. To me, it's just like uh, so much extra to go. But the notebook. But the notebook is salvageable. Sal, how do you say it? Savageable. You know, I don't get it. I don't know if my mom read this somewhere like not credible, but she said something about how the notebook was in like 
a, a, like a Ziploc, like a waterproof something to keep it fine. Was that? That's probably false, huh? We need to do more um, research on this. They're not going to be able to find cause of death from a skull. How are you going to do that? There's going to be fucking documentaries about this shit. It's like a modern day murder, crazy ass story. Manhunt. Also, what does that mean? Dental records. Like, like, are they looking and the teeth look the same? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. That doesn't prove anything to me. There's somebody out there that has similar teeth to mine. And, you know, I, I was reading yesterday, because I was so pissed off about this, that they said, typically in crime scene investigations, any sort of investigations, the teeth is the very last thing that would deem a person... Like, that's the last possible... That's, like, the lowest of the low of what they would use to identify person. Dental records. Yeah, because of that reason. The anthropologist literally said that being in water slows down decomposition... How do you say it? It slows it down, and they were saying he was underwater. Right. Decomposition? Right. So why is his skull so badly decomposed if it was submerged in water, which the anthropologist said slows the the act of... It decomposing. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when Gabby was found, her body was... Intact. It was not. It was decomposed, but it wasn't just a skull and nothing else. Right. Where's the rest of his body? Uh, oh, alligators ate it. Fuck off, fucking alligators ate it. They eat bones, alligators? No, they eat meat. Alligators don't eat bones, do they? Would alligators eat bones? Are they going to cremate the one little tooth they found and bury it in a matchbox? Somebody said that. Somebody said that. Oh, my God. There's a TikTok, you guys, of a guy who's, like, making a skit about it. And he had, like, something in his hand, and he's walking, and he throws it down. And he's, like, it says, Brian Laundrie's parents. And he throws it down. He's like, oh, no, our son. (laughs) Just a few teeth on the floor. Calm the fuck on. This is, like, he's doing the most right now. Where the fuck is he? I, I didn't believe it for a second. Where's the rest of his body? Why are we watch, matching dental records? That's not proof to me. The DNA Especially doesn't... Especially if the DNA well, I is, don't know. I, don't, I can't find anything on that. Well, it says on the news, on, on NBC News, it said that the DNA was inconclusive. Well, okay, so that means it's not him. He killed somebody else and left their fucking skull there. Where, where are those two women that were killed in the same park that were, that were camping and they were shot and raped? Where are they? There's going to be so many fucking documentaries on this shit. And it's not going to be like we watch it and it happened so long ago. It's going to be like we watch it and we fucking like it was current. Crazy. I'm Googling Ken Alligators. It's so funny. I'm just reading one that says I've watched many gator shows where they drag a whole animal under the water, drown them, rip apart their body and digest them. The bones? That's why it's so hard for these searchers to realize that's why they can't find all of his body. Yes, animals can attack <sighs> if the body is above water. Yes, wants- okay, so crocodiles can eat bones. They are all digested completely. Interesting. What is the likelihood of that? Come on. The, the DNA is inconclu- inconclusive. It's not even him. Why didn't the alligators eat Gabby? Somebody said if he really is dead, it must have been horrible death. A horrible death. Karma's a bitch. 
If the crocodiles did eat him. If the crocodile's another, like he gets what he deserved. Why didn't they eat the skull? They ate the whole, they left the they ate the whole body except for the skull. Come on. Recently, a TikToker, well, some random girl on TikTok, showed that they found in the reserve her water bottle that was shown in her videos. Had like stickers all over it, like exact same water bottle. Really? Yeah, I don't know if that means anything, but. Is he still out there? <laughs> but like if you're running from a murder of probably a few people, because whose skull is this? Pick up your water bottle. People are like, have you seen like the footage of the parents walking into the, like to go look? No. And the mother had on a backpack, but that shit was like jam packed. People are like, what the fuck was in her backpack? Stuff that she the, the book, the teeth, like what's in the backpack that you're going oh. to search for your missing son? You know? Yeah, why is nobody looking? I don't know. People are like, it literally looks like it was filled with like water bottles, like it was packed. I don't know. The whole not. story is so fucked up. It is so fucked up. You're not even looking for your son and he's missing. Quote, missing. He's running away, but. Like, you're hiding in your house. You have no emotions on your face. Like That's it. Wouldn't you be, like, an emotional wreck? I mean, if my child was, A, suspected of murder, but, B, missing, you think I would just sit in my house and go plant fucking flowers? Because they know where he is and he's alive. That's why. They're just as much as a fucking problem now. Oh, absolutely. I just read one of the comments that were, like, it, it appears that they have um, probably his entire life. Like, got him out of situations because they seem so fucking good at it. Like, they're yeah, just cold-hearted like, people. Like, well, they're not really that fucking good at it because everybody knows they're being fucking sleazy. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Tr- this is true. This yeah. is true. Mm. He, he did it in the worst way possible. Like, pretend you're sad. Pretend you're looking for her. You just go missing? No. And your parents won't answer any questions. You immediately lawyer up? Like, the whole thing is just awful. He's fucking crazy. Anyways, I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, there's more on it. Hopefully. So we're recording um, October 26th, so we're a little bit behind. We're a little ahead. We're a little ahead. You know what? <laughs> half glass, glass half full, glass half empty. <laughs> we're ahead here. This is true. <laughs> okay, on that news. All right, so we're going to give some advice today. Yeah. But I, I, I really, I read that yesterday. Not how to get away with murder. And I was a little pissed off. So I just had to feel like I touched on I needed to touch on it. Yeah, and no. I know like there's some very, very passionate people in our group also that have spoken about it. I didn't yeah. see anything about this, although I really wasn't on yesterday. But um Yeah. I I have been invested in this story. Especially because she's from Long Island, it's close to home, she's my age. She's your age, she's yeah. from here, yeah. yeah. And it's like she didn't like she went missing and he's like he obviously did it and he's on the run. Like, this is still current happening. Like, you know what I mean? Like, holy shit. I don't know. It's just crazy. It's a crazy story. Yeah. Maybe we'll update next time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sure more out. stuff will come up. Or yeah. I'll do a little more into, like, yeah. But this is insanity. Yeah. I can't wait till they get those parents in an interrogation room. It's got, they have to be able to allow that at some point. Come on. Should have happened already. It should have happened already, but there's got to be a point where, like, they have to be go into questioning. Like, they're suspects. 
I feel like, like it's a fucking TV show. Like you're aiding, you're you're helping him. You're yes, aiding and abetting a, a, murder. a murderer. Yeah. yeah. They should have been spoken to a long time ago. Yeah. The more time that goes without being unspoken, the more time they have to get a story straight and to cover yep. shit and think of lies. And like think what are they what are we gonna say when they ask this? And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's all shit. Yep. It's all shit. I wanna fucking hear what they have to say. I also did just see something that said that um a lady who abandoned a baby like thirty years ago, it just like they know who it was now. So a thirty year old thing. You know, like yeah. What do you mean? Um Abandoned a baby? I, I didn't read the whole thing, but uh, apparently a lady abandoned a newborn baby. Her child? Yeah. Okay. And 30 years later, like, like she did it without, like, wanting any, like, anonymously sort of thing or whatever. And it just, through DNA, they found out who she was. Where did she leave it? Parents. I don't know. I didn't read the story all the way. Um, but the whole point is, is, like, in my eyes, everything always, it will eventually back. come yeah. out, you know? And... Like you said, karma will come back. Maybe he was eaten by alligators and I don't believe it crows for shit. And either do I. But I think karma will have its way back to the parents also yep. for doing this. Like yep. fuck you. Not even a, not even any condolences to Gabby's family. Nothing. Pieces of shit. Pieces of big smelly shit. Like diarrhea. Yep. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. Advice? Yeah, sure. Okay. Want me to go? Yes, ma'am. Relationship with my mom. Advice? Okay. Hey, listen, Jerry. Um, I did not expect this to be so long, so I'm sorry. I got you. I've been listening since the beginning, and you make my drives to work that much better in the morning. I've been watching Alyssa's YouTube since the Renos, and I think I buy everything that you recommend from Amazon. <laughs> Love you both. Aw, oh, thanks. Kind of struggling at the moment with my relationship with my mom. Growing up, and even up to this last year, we've always been extremely close. I tell her everything, and she's just my person. December 2019, we found out that she had a cancerous cyst in her brain behind her eye. Christmas of Christmas and New Year's 2020 was spent in worry and panic. Me and my husband live an hour away. Um, from my family and in a bigger city. In March 2020, she moved in with us to be closer to the hospital where she started getting treatment. Treatment went extremely well, and she's now free from the cancer. The doctor called her his miracle. After the treatment was done, she moved back home in late summer of 2020. uh, Effects of radiation took a major toll on her body, not eating, throwing up, losing too much weight, neurotherapy, depression, and anxiety. She is slowly recovering um, since... Then, almost a year later, I find myself getting impatient with how she treats and acts towards me. She cannot go back to work. She still has anxiety and depression, but will not talk to us openly about it. Some days, she does not get out of bed. And it is, and she is still on opioids, which is painkillers, which I feel like make her a little out of it most days. She's not the same strong mom that I grew up with, and I'm having trouble accepting that. She looks like she aged 15 years, and she's now frail. I feel like... T- I'm taking care of her. Her family and friends have tried to help her with eating and food and becoming strong and healthy and getting off pills, but she's very stubborn about receiving advice and help. We all try to have open conversations without judgment or pressuring her, but she ends up getting upset and defensive. The cancer being her 
in her head has affected her mentally and she refuses to believe that. But everyone in her life has seen it. She's very emotionally emotional and anxious about follow-up doctor visits, about her health. But we try to remind her that she's still here and she's still alive and to see the amazing journey that she's been through. In February of 2021, I got pregnant and I feel like she's not very happy or excited about it. When we text about it, she changes the subject rather quickly and never initiates conversations about me. Being pregnant, I've always been more emotional about our relationship changing. But being a first-time mom is new and sometimes scary and not feeling supported or thought about just makes me sad. I guess I'm more venting about I guess I'm venting more than anything to you guys. I'm sorry. I just have a hard time watching a parent grow old and going through big life changes. Any advice would be great. Love you both. Ooh. <sighs> this is hard because obviously you're saying you see it from an outside point of view. It has changed things in her brain. So the way that she thinks and operates and responds to things is just going to be different. And I don't think there's any way you can really convince her if she doesn't believe that it changed her. That's just because her brain changed. And that's just the way that she thinks now. She's like, no, I'm fine. Because she doesn't remember her old self. So it's kind of just something that I feel like you just have to come to terms with. And accept. And try to move on. And not try to wish that she was who she was before. Because she's not going to be that. And thankfully, she's okay. and She's alive. She's your yeah. doctor, her doctor's miracle and stuff. It does but suck, though. She may, in her brain, still carry all that with her. You know? Like... Like, I was, as Liz was reading this, I was trying to think of, like, how, like, one would feel and stuff. Yeah. And even with her not being so excited about your pregnancy, and, well, congratulations, by, by the way. Yeah, congratulations. Um, We're excited for you. Yes, we are. But I'm wondering if it's, like, maybe the mother has this fear, like, I had brain cancer, and sure, it's away, but what if I have it again? Like, you said she's, like, so nervous about going to follow-ups and stuff like that. She probably has, like, a fear of getting it again, and maybe not being around for the birth of your child and maybe, I don't know. I mean, I don't know because I'm not in her, but I always try to look at things through both ways, mm-hmm. you know, and it must have been a really scary thing for her to go through. And, yeah. Um, but still, like, she's wouldn't like that stuck. make you more grateful for life and excited? I mean, I know everything that I went through, which was, wasn't even a cancerous brain tumor, but um, everything with my back. Now I feel like, holy shit, I want to go live life. The little things. Yeah, yeah. I want to I go live life and, and yeah. appreciate. Um, but this changed her brain. It literally, like, it changed who she is. And fit, I mean, I know that the, I watched my mom with her cancer and how it does destroy you. And the treatment itself causes, sometimes causes other shit. So, like, I think being patient and... Maybe, like Alyssa said, maybe this is just the new her that you're going to have to love. And I think you know that, which is why you said, I think you're venting, venting more than yeah. anything. But, um, you know, it was, a, it was a, a really hard time for her. And maybe yeah. she just needs more time to heal. Like, maybe physically the cancer is gone, but in her brain it's still there. Yeah, not, no, not, she's you know, developed not, anxiety and right, depression. Right. Like, so physically... It's gone, but it's just, it's still living in her mentally that it's there. And I think that could fucking eat a person, like, you know, just consume her life, which it seems to be doing. So I know she said she tries talking to her, but it's so hard to convince somebody and be like, if you just like be happier, like, you know what I mean? Like enjoy your life now, you'll feel better. Yeah. But her brain is just not, it's not comprehending. It's different. And you said she moved back home, you know, like. I don't know. She's stubborn about receiving advice and help. She just doesn't want to hear it. 
I'm fine. It sucks. I'm fine. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not. You're not. Yeah. And you know what, too? I think, because I know I went with this. Again, I can't compare the two. And I, please, I don't think I'm trying to compare my back with your mother's brain sur- uh, brain cancer. But um, I know I went through a really, really bad stage. Still am, kind of, but much better than I was. But I went through a really bad stage because I was always the toughest bitch. I could do anything and everything. I mean, I've built decks. I've fixed my cars. I used to do anything and everything. I didn't need a man. I didn't need professionals. I took care of everything. And then I went to this, I couldn't do anything. And that fucked me up really bad. So that could also be because you in here said your mother was one of the most strongest person you knew growing up. So maybe she's taking this. And it took me a long time past my physical to get through that mentally. So maybe in time she will learn to grow and feel strong and confident about herself again. So maybe that's what it is. Because I know that's how it was. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if you remember how bad I was mentally with this because it really, it took a toll. Like Mm -hmm. just something simple like getting the cat litter out, you know. Like, I couldn't even go shopping without somebody because I couldn't lift a thing of cat litter or mm-hmm. I couldn't lift a gallon of milk or I couldn't do these things. And it, I went from doing everything to doing nothing. And it did. It takes a toll. So I think that's good advice. So maybe mama just needs a little more time to work it out herself because no matter what, you know, Aaliyah, Zane, Alyssa, everybody always tell me, think of what you went through. You have to, you need time, you need time. And it's like, yeah, I know, but it still sucks. I went from being so strong and capable to being... You know, like I couldn't do it. So maybe maybe mom just needs a little more time to work it out herself. Maybe she doesn't need to hear it from everybody. Maybe she just needs to hear it through herself. I mean, yeah, heal herself. Yeah, this is herself. so new. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, I can't imagine brain cancer. This is That's, just recent. So give her some time. Yeah. That's what I think. I think I think she'll get stronger mentally yeah. in time. Yeah. Aww. That's so sad. I'm glad she's well, though. Relationship advice. How do I go about this? Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. Hi. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for reading my email. I'm so grateful to have you girls to write in too for some advice. Since becoming a mother, I don't have many close friends. And while I'm very close with my mom and sisters, I really don't want to bring this issue to them because I think they might think less of my husband. My husband is supportive and loving and an amazing father. But like everybody, he has his flaws and he needs to work on that that he needs to work on. Anyways, I'll get to the point. So about a year and a half ago, my husband bought a vape right from the get go. I told him that it wasn't okay. I wasn't okay with it. He promised me that he'd quit when he wanted and that it was and that he only did it occasionally. I tried to explain that smoking nicotine doesn't work like that. And he wasn't being realistic. Um, but I didn't put my foot down enough and it slowly became more of a habit for him that I just ignored. I hated to make excuses, but we have two little girls and, um, that can make it very easy to get distracted when, when it comes to things like diets, exercising, working on ourselves, etc. Fast forward to now, I'm really wishing I had made more of a fuss when he first bought the vape. Recently, we're very low on money, which meant he couldn't buy the vape refills for the next few days. He would get a refill. He was extremely tired, unproductive, very irritable. After this episode, I realized that we really need to take this seriously. 
My question is, how do I bring it up without him getting defensive? I love him and don't want him to think I'm angry or disappointed. I honestly just want to get him help and do what's best for him and our two littles. Acting after seeing how he was after two days without it, I was thinking this is going to be harder than sticking to a diet. Please give me all the advice on how to get my man out of this whole situation. I'd really appreciate it. Okay, love you. Bye. Huh. Oh, my God. You guys are adorbs. Adorable. Um, Here's the thing. You shouldn't feel guilty that you, quote, didn't make enough of a fuss because you said right from the get-go, I told him that I wasn't okay with it and he promised me that he would quit when he wanted and that he only did it occasionally. He knows that you were not okay with it. Point blank. Like... I, I just try to relate it to, like, Zane and I's situation. Like, if Zane started vaping or smoking or anything like that, I'd be like, no. That's not okay with me. You're you're damaging your health. We have children. You need to you're not addicted. be selfish. Yeah. Yeah. You need to not be selfish That's something that. that is not good for you. I think, vaping is horrible for you. I think when there's kids involved, that's a whole nother level. And that I think too. That's where she's, I think that's where you're at right now. It's like, no, we got kids. Yeah. You know, you have to be healthy for our kids. He needs to find something as an ex-smoker. I understand how addicting nicotine could be and how it's not something that he could just give up like that. It is going to be, I mean, I did, (laughs) Um, which in my opinion, sometimes is the easiest way to do it because, you know, if you're trying to wean off it or put patches or put something, Mm -hmm. I I think it's just one and drawn out. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand something most people need to do it that way, but... Um, then your body will go through withdrawals if you don't know. I don't know. I mean, mine did, but I was fine. Right. I also, I mean, this is only a year ago. It's yeah. not like he's been doing this for 20 years. Yeah. He shouldn't be going through that. Yeah, exactly. Um, Cold turkey it. I would have a serious conversation and say, listen, it's it's super important to me. The kids, you promised you can quit when you wanted to. We have kids. Um it's affecting you because you stopped doing it for a few days and you were a totally different person. Now you're addicted to it. Right. That's a problem. And I think with any addiction to beat it, you have to fill that time. You need to fill that void with something instead of mm-hmm. smoking. Anytime he wants to vape, he needs to pick up another something. Mm-hmm. Go for a walk, run around the, the natural block. natural oil things. The natural oil things, you know. I mean, that would be a, a, a healthier, better, you know, alternative. called. Mono, I think. Mono. I'll look it up. Go keep going. Um, but I think um, him filling that void. And also, if he if you see when he uses it, is it when he's in stressful situations? Is it a social thing? Is it something like that? Because finding something else for him to do with that time will help him be able to kick the habit, in my opinion. Does he want to kick it and now he can't because he's addicted? Or have you... I mean, I know you're saying, how do you bring it up? Which makes me think that you haven't even had the discussion, but... Monocue. Monocue. This is not sponsored, but M-O-N-Q.com. It's aromatherapy. It's like, uh, I've gotten them for Jerry. It's like a smoke, it's, it's like a smoking... It looks like an it's e-cig. Like, yeah. Um, but it is, it's aromatherapy. Yeah. So I think if it's habit of just wanting something to do, that might work for him. Yep. And it's like an all-natural... Yeah, it's all natural, and there's all different types that do different things for you. So that might be... It's a healthy alternative to vaping. There you go. Oh, my God. They used to be paying paying us for this. They really should be paying me for this. (laughs) But, um, 
So A, maybe an alternative like that. B, have a conversation like, hey, you said you could easily quit. Like when you could stop when you want to stop. Well, can you stop now? Because now I see how it affects you when you're not on it, you know. And if he's not willing to give it up, then like he's addicted. There's and that is a problem. We have two girls that you need to be alive and healthy for. Don't yeah. you want to be able to chase our girls down and have fun and play with them and everything else and walk them down the aisle when they get married? Mm-hmm. Stop it. People now. see a vape and they think it's like a better alternative to cigarettes, but really it's fucking just as bad. Yeah. Maybe not as bad, but it's still really fucking bad. I don't know much about it. I don't, I've never vaped, so I don't inhale any smoke of any kind. <laughs> yeah, this sucks. You know what really got me with that was when we saw the lungs in school for Black. cigarettes. I mean, I never picked one up before that anyway. I've never, ever, ever tried a cigarette in my whole life. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, I'm definitely never doing that, ever. Like, people, like, smoke them when they're drunk just because. Like, mm-hmm. no, I couldn't be drunk enough. Don't give me a fucking cigarette. That scarred me. Yeah. Also, it's... I'm scared of getting, like, addicted or, like, liking it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I think that he he has, like, this is in question of his health and, you know— this is not something that he was doing when you met him and you're making him stop. This is something new that you told him right away you're not a fan of. Right. And I wouldn't tolerate it. it. Yeah, no, that's it. I agree. 100%. 100%. And if, if I, I started think- vaping and Zane was like, you can't do that. It's so bad for your health. Like, no, stop. You No. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. Sorry, I was, like, trying to yawn without yawning. <laughs> uh, the other thing, too, is the financial thing. Like you said. That, too. You know, you were financially stuck. He couldn't get it. And he's just a completely different person. So yeah. tell him that, too. Monkey's you know? cheaper. At, just put put the money. Save what you save and tell him to put it in the bank for the for his kids. He's addicted at this point. Yeah, I'll give him a to, Like, he's relying on it, in a way. Like, so relying on it else. to function. Yeah, It's just like, I, listen, we all go through these things. I understand the addiction to nicotine. I was. I'm, I was that person. But, for example, TikTok, right? We all know you can get on TikTok and fucking get lost for days. Yeah. Right? And it's like, but it's also, like, self-control. Put yes. the phone down. And then it's like, shit, I haven't even been on TikTok in days. And it's like, damn, wow, I was productive. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like... Let him see by not smoking. So that's why putting the money in a little envelope and let him see how quickly it accumulates or that's physically how idea. good he might feel if he stops smoking. Give it up for a week. Watch how much better you feel. Do all those things with him. Maybe maybe seeing or feeling will help him go, oh, wow. You know, because mm-hmm. I know when I get shit done because I put my fucking phone down, it's oh, like, damn. Yeah. Oof. Like, I'm addicted. I, you know, I always say I have such an addictive personality and that's exactly it. Like, I could just get on something and just fucking keep on, you know? Mm. But, you know, try to fill that addiction with something else. Mm-hmm. Playing with his kids, going for a ride around the block, running up and down the stairs, you know? Like, anytime mm-hmm. he wants to pick up that vape, have him do something else instead, mm-hmm. you know? I also think, too, of course, it's horrible for your health, but also I just think it's such an unattractive thing to do. <laughs> like, I would say that to Zane. I'd be like, I don't, ew. Mm. Like, what are you, a teenager that thinks they're cool? Like, put that thing down. Like, that's gross. 
At least it doesn't smell like a dirty ashtray, though, because that's really gross. Uh, cigarette smokers just, I can't. That's Like, just wake gross. up and do it right in the morning before yeah. even brushing your teeth. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like you don't live a healthy lifestyle. Like, it used to be me. Yeah, it, it just, is. It's, it's so like a gross, gross lifestyle. Yeah, no, it is. I agree. Yeah. But that's, so like Liz said, even if you approach it like that, like, I don't find you attractive. I yeah. find that that's like a bit of a turnoff. Like, something is going to click with him. Whether it be the physical, how he feels, the money that he's saving, the fact that his wife is being turned off by him, something is going to click that's going to make this man want to stop. He's going to get defensive. And his only thing is going to be, well, now it makes me feel good. And it's like, well, if you have to depend on something to make you feel good on a daily basis, on a substance to make you feel better, that's not a good thing. Mm -hmm. That is still a bad thing. That's the only benefit from this is now when he's not doing it, he feels like like shit. Right. Run around the block. It'll get your pump, your heart pumping. It'll get your adrenaline going. Yeah, move it'll, your body. Find yeah. things to do throughout your day. Like That'll make you feel good. Because yeah. this is just a temporary fix but causes long-term problems, you know? Like, do something yeah. that's going to give you a temporary high, but in the end, give you... Long-term improvement. Right, exactly. Yeah. Damn, Alyssa, we're so good. 43-43, right when you said that. Except not for them because we had a lot of pauses in the beginning. Let me tell you something really weird that was happening this morning. Oh, look. The next one says fiance is addicted to TikTok. TikTok titties. Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. I thought it was a TikTok. It says TikTok titties. TikTok titties. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My, um, this morning, we were looking at a house, I believe, as usual. And I don't know. I'm looking at something, and I'm like, ever said to me, you know, Jerry, because, you know, I've been going through my shit. But ever's like, Jerry, look at me. I promise you, we're going to be fine. And we were listening to the Google, and as soon as he said that, it went off. What? And then I just looked at him, and I said, you know what that is? That's a sign saying, we ain't going to be fine. You better get this shit together. And he's like, oh, that was mom saying, absolutely right. You're going to be fine. Listen to him. Let me turn off this music and listen to him. (laughs) It's exactly fine. But how I looked at it as one way, and he looked at it as the other. It was fucking funny. And then it came right back on. As quick as it went off, it came right back on. We were both like, okay, Holy mom. shit. <laughs> I got you, ma. Oh, my God. We'll be fine. God, we'll be fine. Crazy. Whether we're sleeping in a car or a house, we'll be fine. <laughs> I would never fucking allow you to sleep in a car. You're out of your damn mind. It would never happen. Oh, ever. <laughs> again. I mean, because it has. But again. <laughs> I am saying I won't allow that right. to happen. Okay, well, thanks, Liz. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Uh, how about this fiancé, Liz? He's addicted to TikTok titties. What does that mean? What do you think it means? It's a TikTok titties. Hello, ladies. I love you both. My fiance and I have been subscribed to Alyssa for years. Jerry, oh you're such God. a wonderful mother, definitely a role model. Wait, her and her fiance have been subscribed to you for years. Like, I love that. Thanks so much. Zane doesn't even watch my videos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He loves them, so he doesn't have to watch them. 
Um, let's get right into it. I've been with my fiance for four years. We have two kids and they're 13 months apart. First at 19 and we have the second at 20. We've grown through, we've grown together through all the stages of life. We got our own place at 18, engaged at 19 and would be married, but COVID has postponed that many times. Here's the issue. I'm really insecure about my postpartum body. I've seen him lately watching a lot of TikToks of half-naked women. No hate, girl. No hate. Go, girl. Um, But it just bothers me because I feel like he prefers them. He tells me he doesn't know why they always pop up because he doesn't like or follow them. I shared a TikTok I thought was funny and it popped up his username. So I clicked on it and 105 people that he's following. They were all women with OnlyFans in the link trees, which good for them. Get that bread. But it hurts my feelings. I confronted him again and he's He said that he deleted it, which he did, but it still bothers me that he lied about following them. I've never had a problem with him watching porn or anything like that, so why does he need to watch these women on TikTok? And am I being crazy for being hurt by him looking at them and lying to me? Thank you, Advance. Love you both. No, you're not crazy. Absolutely not crazy. There's a big difference between watching porn and watching people that have OnlyFan links in their... Tree? Yeah. Is that what it was called? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get with this term. <laughs> yes. Um, listen, TikToks is a very easy like thing to just scroll through quickly and stuff like that. If 105 of his followers and every single, them, single one of them was the sexy woman who has a fucking OnlyFans thing, to me that would be a big fucking issue. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. If ever watch porn, fine, go watch porn. These are paid actors that are doing their job. They're not women who are soliciting... Man, and listen, well, I'm that's not what trying- OnlyFans is too. It's just more personal. I OnlyFans I, is like you're paying for porn, essentially. It's just on a more personal level, right? Yes. But these are these are like real people. These aren't actors. Yeah, you know, like to me, like I mean, it's still I guess their job, right? They're doing yes. it for money. But to me, like you said, it's much more personal. So, yeah. and the fact that he lied about it—that's yeah. like the thing for me. Like if you're doing something and it's it. You know, if you're doing, if he was doing this and he doesn't see any harm, and honey, I always love you, and I know I love your body, and it just, I don't know, it just pops up, and he has this whole fucking story, but then you realize it's all a fucking lie. Like, there's a reason that he's hiding that. And to me, why are you hiding that? You know? And not that this is an excuse or makes it right that he did this, but he probably was just not saying it because he didn't want to hurt your feelings in saying that that's why he goes on TikTok. So I'm not saying that that makes it right, but that probably was his thought process is let me not tell her because I don't want to hurt her feelings. And he uh, probably saw it as the same as porn. I wish in the book of Raising Boys, there was a page that said, just be honest, because to because you know how many times in my fucking previous marriage I heard I didn't want to tell you the truth because I didn't want to hurt your feelings well now it hurts more because now it hurts more yeah because let alone did you do it but then you lied about it so now I'm like dumb and dumber right you know so just be honest and maybe tell him that I would have preferred you to be honest about the situation he deleted it all so if it happens again then we have a problem there you go I just said it perfectly you did Thanks. Thanks so much. No, seriously. Because it is. At the end of the day, that's it. If he delete, he's sorry, I deleted them. Right. Let's move on from the situation then. Fine. Fine. If it but happens again, I'm gonna, that's a problem. Kick your ass. I'm going to kick your ass. We're going to kick it. And grab, and grab you, you by your balls. Grab you by your balls. <laughs> kick your ass. Just, just give you a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, let's stick on, let's save that one. Let's stick on relationship advice. Oh. 
Hold on, let me ooh, uh, erase that. Ooh, ooh okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, relationship advice. What's popping, ladies? Hello. Um, thank you both so much for making me smile and laugh with every episode and video on YouTube. I love you both. We love you. Me too. Let's get into it. I've emailed before about my boyfriend and I. Well, we broke up in the beginning of June 2021, but there's a backstory, and I can't remember if I emailed about this before, but here's a very short refresher if I have. We got together in March 2019. He cheated March 2020, um, which was two weeks before the shutdown. Which was two weeks before the shutdown and two weeks before our anniversary. I regretfully stayed with him until June 2021, thinking he'd changed. But I was, wasn't was convinced he did. I knew I deserved better, better and didn't want to... Didn't want to one day have to say to my kids, Yeah, Dad cheated on me, so cheating is okay. Um, like, it's not okay. So I broke things off. After I broke things off, I felt emotionally numb and honestly felt this way since April of 2021... Before mm. we broke, what? We, I don't know. Before we broke up? Yeah, let's go with yeah. that. Before we broke up. It's now the end of September as I type this, and still I feel the same way. I felt like I wasn't happy with him, but it was like a switch was flipped, and I wasn't happy overnight. I don't know why. Am I reading this right? Yeah, okay. Um, I'm... Happy being single now, but also want to be in a relationship, if that makes sense. But here's the kicker. I was told he moved on already and is in a relationship as soon as we broke up with a girl who hated me in high school for no reason. Personally, my gut tells me that she liked him and that's why she hates me since I was with him. But I don't know. I guess I just wanted advice on how to move on since I feel numb emotionally. I feel... If I get into a relationship, then I can't put my best foot forward and be the best girlfriend a boy or girl person deserves um, because I don't know how to treat myself better because I have a feeling you're going to suggest that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've never treated myself or put myself first as I'm not as that's the type of person I am. Anyways, love you guys. Here's some current photos of me. Um, Okay, let's go look at your photos. Okay. Um... I think that you're, you like the idea of him, but you actually don't like him. You want the idea of a boyfriend, picture perfect relationship. But you know it's not a good one. But you know it's not him. And so you just want to go back to him because that's comfortable instead of finding somebody new. Mm-hmm. So I think that you just need to move on with your life. I do think that you need to love yourself first. You need to love yourself. Get you in can't a relationship. pour from an empty cup. Get in a relationship with yourself first, mm-hmm. which I know you don't want to hear. <laughs> um, but love yourself first. Get to know your worth. Because if you're willing to go back into a relationship or missing a relationship where you knew you weren't treated properly, I think you need to up what your worth is. Mm-hmm. You know, love mm-hmm. yourself a little more and put it out there. And you'll get what you deserve, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Don't settle. There's a, uh, like Alyssa always says, there's millions of fishies in the sea. There's lots of fishies out there. Don't say I mean, so but sure. I would be scared to go fishing, but. <laughs> it's so true, right? It's like, thank God I'm in a relationship. No, literally, I'm like, oh God. But you got this. You're so young and he sucks. And he cheated on you multiple times, even though you tried to forgive him, he did it again. And he's already moved on. So fuck him. Start to love yourself. 
And be, there's nothing wrong with being single if you feel like weird about that. Like I know you want to be in a relationship, but also being single is fine. Like enjoy that shit while it lasts. Because once you find somebody, it's either you break up or you get married. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? Yep. Okay, important relationship advice. Alyssa and Jerry. I've written in before and you've given me great advice and I'm in a pickle with my boyfriend and I need help. Sorry this is long. I just want to make sure I got all the details. I got you. My boyfriend and I have been dating for three plus years and we're both almost 24 years old. We met in college and had some problems like college relationships have, but we've always made up and got back together. About three months ago, we got into a fight and we didn't talk for a couple of days, but I thought it's fine. We needed space and then everything will be fine. Then days went on and on and nothing was getting better. I wanted to meet up and talk, and we had it all planned out, and I was going to drive over and see him, and the day before, he told me that his guy friends asked him to go on a trip, and he can't pass it up. Can we talk next weekend? Mm. So I decided to surprise him at his apartment the next weekend, on Thursday. I took off of work on Friday so I could see what's going on. I drove about three hours. He wasn't expecting me, but I went there to tell him that I want to be happy and not be fighting all the time. At the same time, oh, at that time, I was looking for another job, and I found one across the country, and I told him that day. It's the state that we always talked about moving to, and it was finally happening. When we got to talking, he begged me to take him back and said that things were going to change. I told him that I would hang around for a little bit, and during that time, we talked about what happened between the days that we didn't talk, and I asked him if he had did anything behind my back, and he said, of course not. Oh, he said, of course, he said no. That changes it. <laughs> we had a good weekend. That Monday, I get a message on Instagram that a girl sent me that said, are you and your boyfriend still dating? I said, yes. And she said, I found him on Tinder. So, of course, my crazy ass doesn't say anything to him. I drive down on that next Friday to talk to him face to face. He says, well, we were fighting and I was on that trip with the boys and I got bored. Got bored, I said. If you got bored and you're fighting with your girlfriend, then make it up with me. Don't download Tinder. He told me that he didn't do anything on it and that it was a mistake and that I didn't, I don't want to lose you and blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I should believe him, but it's three months later and we're all settled in our townhouse across the country, in our town home across the country from our hometowns. We live together and pay rent together. The reason he moved with me is because he travels every week for work and we made up again. But every week I'm alone with our dog in the townhome. Yes, I forgave him for being a 23-year-old boy and doing stupid shit, but I always think about it. So let's get down to what I wrote in about. I'm sitting in bed right now and thinking, did I make the right decision? Every day that he's away, I think about the Tinder, and if he gets bored again, what he's going to do. And I know when I'm writing this in that you both are going to say when I forgave him that I should just let it go, but it's hard. I love him, and when we are together, it's amazing, but when he's away, I get scared. I don't know what to do. I love him and he's perfect. We talk about marriage and how many kids we want and just signed a leash in July of 2021. And it's not over until July 2022. And I know that I could just stick it out for a couple more months and we could be, quote, friends. But I don't want to do that. I love him. But I don't know if I will ever get over what he did, which is I know awful to say. But I can't trust him sometimes. I want him to be my forever and trust is the main thing in a relationship. And I just don't have it some days. What should I do? Should I break up with him? Should I try something else that will help me? I'm just lost and lonely. Okay, love you. Bye. <sighs> There's a lot that's wrong here other than just trust issues, in my opinion. Trust being a major one. Yes. Um, it's so hard 
when somebody breaks your trust, it's so hard to regain it. And yeah. just because if somebody says, I'm sorry, I'll delete it, it nothing, it didn't mean anything, I was bored, blah, 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 it doesn't make it okay. And just because you did forgive him, because I know, like, listen, I do say, if you forgive him, you really got to just let yeah. go because it's not fair to him. Yeah. It's a lot easier said than done. I also but, think she has a gut instinct, though. Exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly where I was Because going. if you really feel like, oh, whatever, we were fighting, he got on Tinder, made a mistake, okay, he, bored, he deleted blah, blah, it, he was bored, fine. You're still feeling like that was a really big deal. And I feel like you have to trust your intuition. And I'm not saying to go through, through his phone while he's sleeping, but you know what? <laughs> go through his phone while he's sleeping. <laughs> um, you, you do have to always trust your gut. Don't actually go through his phone, but I think you need to have a conversation with him and maybe ask him if you can look at it and, um, you know, feel it. So just say, like, I have a gut intuition. I really just want to make sure that I can trust you. And I feel like if you would just let me look a little bit, it'll make me feel better. And if he's hesitant, there's your answer. If he's, of course not, babe. Here. There's your answer. answer. And then you would have to truly just have the faith. And he begged her to get back together after it happened. Right. So. And he moved with you across the country. He moved with you. Like, Like, so if he's not like, of course, babe, like, look at my phone, then you have an issue. Right. And I think that'll give you your answer, and that's it. And then if not, listen, if he does, if, yeah, I. You'll know, and I think you do know, like Liz said, which is what the whole, like, you have to always trust your intuition. And, yeah. You know, um, people make mistakes, and they can be forgiven, and people can change, and people can move on and stuff like that. But um, I think his reaction to you asking will be a telltale. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah, I mean, we don't know him, obviously, so that would give me a better synopsis if I knew who he was. Can I give an unpopular opinion, too? Sure. Like, I think that taking breaks or breaking up and getting back together in a relationship just puts you at a rocky start, don't you think? Like, I understand some couples, like, it needs to be done, but, like, Zane and I have never, ever taken a break. You and Zane are a lot different than most couples, though. I mean, everybody always says that you guys are like couple goals. You oh, guys thanks. are. I mean, we well, definitely have our issues, but no. Like, but you guys are well wise. You're you're wise beyond your years, oh, and thank you. you both communicate really, really well. And I think mm-hmm. it's not the normal relationship. I think Ever and I go through so much shit over stupid shit all the time because of a lack of communication. You mm. and you and Zane really communicate really well. And when thank I, you. you know, like relationship goals like I mean that you are you guys really are very good communicators and do I think that it starts off I think sometimes people need a break to decide like hey like what she's doing right now like did I make a mistake yeah I just feel like the couples that are like oh yeah we're on and off on and off it's complicated it's like then why are you in that relationship? I mean, yes, that I agree. Sometimes I think like this, I mean, they were in a relationship for a few years that they, they take had a, a bad break, fight. Yeah. Like I do think that that could be helpful towards a relationship. Ones yeah. that are constantly back and forth and yeah. on a break, no. I, I think then you're just like fuck buddies. Right. Um, then it's not a solid relationship right. if you feel you need to like, like, always sep- be separated. Yeah. But, I get it. I, I do see both sides. That's why I was like, it's kind of an unpopular opinion, but also I do get it. Sometimes you need that. But I feel like, like, in Zane and I's eyes, like, if we got to that point, then we shouldn't be together. If we need a break from each other mm. and need to, like, break up for a little bit. Like, to me, it's like, then we're not meant to be. 
But also, I've, we've never put ourselves in that situation. Because I, I, I just you feel talk like whatever we do, we work it out. Allow yourself to get to that situation, right? Yeah. And I think that's why you know you and I always say like communication is key. It really is, as silly mm-hmm. as it seems. And it's like, and we've worked on it for years. Like we've been together for it's about to be eight years that we've been together. Well, it would already be because this episode's <laughs> coming out after. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, like we've we've had bad communication, of course. But like. We've been together since we were 16. We have to grow together and figure each other out and figure ourselves out at the same time and, like, learn how we communicate. And we're just now figuring it all out Right, but you also have had many conversations with me. Like, you're... um, You're not a typical 23-year-old. You're much more mature. You're Mm. not into those um, party, like... I I don't know how. You're you're just... Both of you are just very wise behind you, beyond your years. And I think going through... Like a typical like college years, friends, mm. life changes. I think all of that adds to it's a different lifestyle. Yeah, and totally. I think that lifestyle. If you're going from like high school sweethearts, now you go to college, you go away, you go to different colleges, you have different groups of friends. I think that adds so 100%. much to a relationship. So I think going through all of that and having all these different shit thrown in. Yeah, you know. So when people say they need a break, I can get it because you went from like, holy shit, we're in love, we're high school sweethearts to we're different people now. Let's figure out if this is where our future is. Mm -hmm. I think some people need to go through that. Yeah, Um, I understand. I think her with your trust issues, I think you need to, like Liz said, have a conversation be like, I'm feeling insecure. You did this, so this is kind of like, in the nice way, say like this is like a consequence of what you're doing. Yeah. You you made a mistake of going on Tinder. And I just need to regain my trust with you. I'm, so. ha- I'm feeling insecure. Do you mind if I look through your phone? And I think a lot is going to be depending on how he reacts to that. I yep. think you'll know. In I think you'll know instinctively what your answer is. The only time Zane and I do this is if we're hiding a gift from each other. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> like you can't look at my phone. <laughs> After our anniversary, yes, sure. You can look at my phone, <laughs> not out. Just not now. Because <laughs> if the emails pop up at the top, you're screwed. <laughs> um, and then again, the other thing, um, which, like Liz said, they they've been doing this. Like Ever and I, we just had a huge fucking stupid bullshit fucking fight as usual. Um, all because he's he's getting much better and i think i think it's finally happening boys and girls i think my husband's finally realizing that the more he communicates the easier shit is like it's just easier mm-hmm. you know and and i think he's finally getting it mm-hmm. not that he it's just just stupid shit like he could fucking tell me all these stories detailed and everything else but then forget to tell me something that i think is so much more important mm. and it's like really like, really? But I think it's finally happening. So I think some people, it takes a while. <laughs> I love you, Ever. Uh, I think it takes some people a little longer to realize how important the communication is. Mm-hmm. And maybe your man's needs to know how important it is to you. And that he needs to be honest and upfront and and communicate openly with you. Mm-hmm. It just makes it go over so much. Mm-hmm. It's so much better. If he's feeling bored, if he's feeling stressed, if he's feeling like there's a little bump in the relationship, mm-hmm. don't go do shit and then try to work himself out of it. Mm-hmm. Talk to you before it gets to that point. And I feel you like know? it's always going to be like an uphill battle. But I feel like, like you said, there will be an awakening where one day, you know, your partner wakes up and they're like, oh, that makes sense. Right. Like Zane and I, I would say just this year of 2021 is where we really nailed down communication. 
like it was always a work in progress, you know, like we've had decent communication, but I feel like this year is like where we really nailed it down and like understand each other on a whole nother level. So it's like sometimes it just takes a little while to like get on that same page. And I think in my opinion, like the growth that Ever and I have had with ours, it's because we're, we're, we have had to communicate so much more about things that are so much more serious about our future, about jobs, about a house, mm-hmm. about, yeah, all of these things that are happening in two times right now. That It's just going. It's happening a lot faster than we thought. And I think now it's like, holy shit, we need to get it together. And I think that's what happens. I think it, hap- I think it takes things like this situation with you, with his Tinder, with something like Ever and I's where we have, holy shit, we need jobs and money and a house. I think it takes something life, uh, something that ruffles the feathers to really get your communication going. Yes. So whether it be get good or bad. Get through the storm to get through the exactly, rainbow. Exactly. So I think like this might be what gets you and your mans to the next level of like being able to trust and feel confident in your relationship again with him. You need, you need also to be very honest and say, Mm -hmm. because you did that, I'm feeling super insecure. You need to understand in our relationship going forward, if you're not completely an open book, honest with me, you're going to give me these feelings of insecurity. Yes. So you, the more honest you are with me, the more open you are with me, the better and more confident I'm going to feel in this relationship we'll be able to move past that Tinder thing, mm-hmm. you know? I think that's a great point, too, is, like, as much as a fight or an argument or disagreement sucks in the moment, Gross. correct me if I'm wrong, every time you come out of it, you feel better and Gross. stronger. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. So almost, <laughs> this sounds, like, psychotic, but almost I kind of like the little arguments because almost every time, pretty much every time, I feel, like, better after it's like oh I learned something about you I learned something about our communication you know Mm -hmm. like yeah I learned like I don't know just so many things it just feels better after it's like oh we we got over a hurdle that feels good in itself Mm -hmm. you know yeah and like I said ever and I last week had this whole stupid I mean I was in tears so disappointed like questioning everything and now today we're back to like everything is great and wonderful you're making progress yeah because he wasn't aware of certain things. And then I also. And I think that's another key thing. You have to be self-aware. Yeah, Understand own your shit. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. I have from day one said, I know I'm a bitch. I will totally treat Ever like shit if he's doing something to me. Like, that's my defense. My, that's my way of surviving. And I, it's not the right thing. And I'm owning that right now to you guys. <laughs> it's not right, but I do it. I know I could be like a little bitch. Mm. That's my defense mechanism. And it's so hard to own your shit, though. So when you do it, it's almost like exhilarating. Yeah. Because it's like, uh, the, literally the other day, okay, I'll give this example because it's so fucking dumb. It doesn't matter. Zane and I, when we do bicker, it's about dumb shit. So Sunday cleaning, mm-hmm. we had to stop and like go to dinner. And then we came back home and he had said before that we could like finish off the kitchen cabinets. And then when he came home, he's like, Liz, like, we do this every Sunday. Like, why don't you save some content for next week? Then we don't have to sit here and do the rest of the kitchen right now. You know, you'll have, we have half the kitchen done. We're like, you know, you're eventually going to run out of things to organize. So why don't you save some? And in my head, I'm like, no, you told me, like, before we left the house that we could finish this. Like, let's just get it done. 
When in reality, like, what he was saying made sense. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just do the rest of the kitchen next week. But but I'm a defense mechanism is like, oh, he said before no, we left the house. No, you said when we come home, we're yeah. going like, no, so we we to finish this. this. Yeah, and he's like, mm-hmm. Liz, why, aren't, why don't you just listen to, like, what I'm saying? Like, it makes sense, you know? Like, listen to, hear me out. And then we ended up just bickering about it. And then eventually I'm, like, sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, I should really apologize. I should really apologize because he was right. I was just getting defensive. Like, I wasn't listening to what he was saying because it does make sense. But in my head, it's like, you said this and you aren't holding up to your word. Like, that's what was going on in my head, you know. But really what he was saying made sense. So eventually I had to come into the office and I was like, I'm sorry. I love you. And he was like, I'm sorry, too. I love you. So it's like... You have to own up to your shit because it was so I literally sat there and I was like, I really should fucking apologize. But my ego doesn't want me to because I held my own for so long. But you have to sometimes. Yesterday, another prime example, you guys, you know, all of you who called me out on it. I fucked up with the editing. (laughs) I added a previous clip on a new episode and it was called out and... I said, yeah, I fucked up. I said, oh my God, I fucked up. I did this. And he goes, I can't believe you could just own everything so easily. (coughs) And he's, and I was like, why? But it is, it's me. I fucked up. And he goes, I bet you they appreciate that. And if you do, if you appreciate when people go, wow, look at Jerry. She just admitted that she fucked up. She put the wrong audio on yesterday's episode. I mean, take that as a lesson. It's, it's powerful when you own your own shit. That's what I think about too. It's powerful. You're like, you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You're showing the world that I make mistakes and I, I'm, I'm, I hold myself accountable for them. And you know what helps me? Like, when I went in to apologize to Zane the other day, as much as it hurt my ego, <laughs> I think about when we argue and he comes in and he says, listen, Liz, I'm sorry. Like, da, da, da. That's such a good feeling. It's like, oh, you understood like what you did. And I'm like, I want to give that to him. Like, I feel so good after we argue and he comes in. He's like, listen, Liz, I'm sorry. Like, I was overreacting. Did you like, argue? <laughs> <laughs> Not that often, but like stupid bickermans. It... With Zane and I, it's, it starts on a dumb topic and then it just escalates into like, because then we, the more we start talking, the more that's we start exactly arguing. And I'm like, and that's why I step away from conversations because I'm like, this is escalating to something it doesn't need to be. This is about a fucking kitchen drawer. So, um, but Alice was about his food that he didn't like. That's how <laughs> Alice started. I came home in tears. I mean, it was this whole thing. I was questioning our whole entire relationship over a dinner that he didn't like. I will say our communication has gotten better. I haven't cried. I don't cry as often. I used to cry a fucking lot. Now I'm that a our bitch communication and I cry over everything anyway. Not saying that you have to be a bitch to cry. Uh, that sounds terrible, but I, I'm emotional. I cry over everything. Mm. So, well, but. yeah, I just wanted to give him that feeling of when after we argue, I love the feeling of when he like just admits and then we can just move on and it feels so much better. Like I'm like, I really like should have listened to him, and so I was wrong. So let me give him that feeling of like, oh, like I'm sure, he, like how you were saying, like how, however was like, I can't believe you just own your shit and like. I feel like he probably appreciated that I came right. into the room and apologized. And honestly, after ever and I's fight at dinner, when he said to me, like, I completely understand what I did, mm-hmm. like how I should have handled it differently and stuff yeah. like that. It did. It did. It made me feel better. It's yeah. like, at least I'm not crazy. I know I'm a right. bitch, but right. <laughs> at least I know I'm not like losing my damn mind. Right. I mean, I was emotional because it was our anniversary, mm. you know, and it was like, really? Yeah. But. Sometimes you have to sit in your thoughts, too, and think about shit. Like, maybe he needed to sit for a little while. Like, that's what happened with me. I'm like, I needed to sit for a little bit and be like, why was I acting like that? Like, why wasn't I listening to him that we can finish it another day? And it's like, because I was getting defensive because you said Mm -hmm. before we left the house that you would do it. And that was like, automatically, that's what my brain went to. And it's like, no, listen to what your partner has to say to you. Mm -hmm. 
We all make mistakes. We're all growing. Communication is key, but I think part of communication is opening your ears and really listening. Yeah. And you know what? Like what Liz said about like, oh, but you said when you came home we were going to finish this. You also can change things. Exactly. I think Alyssa and I are very... Plan. We're very planned. When our plans change... It, it, it throws us for a loop. Yeah. I know, yes. like, half the time, I become the biggest bitch. And it's, again, it's just, it's not on purpose. I'm not trying to be a bitch. But it's like, oh, my God, we were supposed to do X, Y, and Z. Why are we doing Y first? Yes. Why, we yes. can't go out of order. Yes. And it's like sometimes just hearing, like, Zane, what Zane had to say to Alyssa, or sometimes yeah. whatever says to me, it's like, I know it's so easy, but, and it's like, why do I have to throw that button there? Why yeah. can't I just allow it to go out of order? Why can I just yeah. not allow it to change without getting defensive or pissed off? Or it's I think you're like feeling like it always in. has to go our way. Yeah, it's who we are, yeah. right? I mean, not that we're control freaks, but I think certain situations we want to be in control of. Yeah, I think I think that's nature too because I think so much is not in our control. So what we can control, we want to. Yeah. So when it gets fucked up, we're like, oh my god, no, we have to finish it tonight. But. You know, but it was fine. Like it probably would have been too much footage for my three-minute cleaning video anyway. <laughs> like literally, I sat and I'm like, actually, that's fine. It's not a big deal, right? But you owned it, and you apologized. Yes. You made him feel good. It made you feel good. Yeah, and I'm it like, was a happy okay. ending. And yeah. you grew from it. Yes, I grew from Ever and I's. Ever definitely grew from our relationship because I could tell just by the way he's talking later, like he's really fucking finally getting shit. Yeah. You know, I also have my husband's fifteen years younger than me. You have to remember that too. You know, he doesn't have. He's he has, got a you have fifteen lot of, years of experience and learning and right growth and and I am living. nowhere near done. I'm exactly. just still. So the thing I about being understand. fifteen years behind, right? So I I do. I try to take that into consideration, yep. and so true. I think we all need to do that. Yep. Take try to look it through your partner's perspective. Mm-hmm. Try to look at it through like whether it's that that. Email, that was the last one, wasn't it, about the mother? <laughs> it was. The last episode? <laughs> Sorry, I got confused. <laughs> but whether it's a, a, a boyfriend-girlfriend, a girlfriend-girlfriend, a brother-sister, a mother-daughter, whatever the relationship is, try to stop just looking it through your lens. Try to put yourself in other people's shoes. That was this episode. Oh, okay. The mother good. that changed. Oh, okay, it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, but... Sometimes try to look at it through their perspective, like the mother situation. The daughter's probably thinking like, ma, you're healed. You're great. You're a miracle. Just move on. Live life. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe look at it through her shoes, Mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, I think that's another thing, too, that helps me with Ever is I do try to look through his shoes a little, you know, like often. Like I try to give him the benefit of the doubt sometimes. And I felt like for a long time he wasn't looking through mine. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's finally changed with our relationship is I think he's really starting to look through mine a lot more, Mm. you know. And think about like a 15-year difference, let alone a year. Like think about how much you change your mindset and your growth in a year. Oh, no. Yeah. Like no. He's got 15 of those. Completely. He's got 15 of those. Incredible, right? Yeah. Like I wouldn't date anybody younger than me now because I think that my mindset between the age of just like 18 to 23, I'm 23, I'm 23, 23. <laughs> <laughs> um, from 18 to 23 is like, holy fuck, even from fucking 21 to 23, I'm like, who the fuck, what? I'm a completely different person. And that's, you know, what's funny is I promise I had this conversation with Ever. I said, when I... Whatever moved into this house, he was 17. When he moved in here, we weren't in a relationship then. He was just my 
worker. Side hoe. I, no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he was 17. He was a child. Yes. He celebrated his 17th birthday. So he was 16 when he started working for That's me. That's Aaliyah's about to be 17. So he was 16 <laughs> when I started working. 17 when he moved in this house. He was a child. Yes. I was at that age. I was already 31. That's crazy. <laughs> so You were close to the age he's at right now. Right. And Think I about said that. that to him. I said, from my whole time of knowing him, I've watched him grow from a boy to a young man to now he's an adult. And he's watched me be a lady the whole entire time. Right. Like, it wasn't, even though my mind shifts from last year, from today, from yesterday to today, my mind shifts, right? Yeah. But I've always been an adult figure in his life right. where I've watched him go through, he's a kid. It's like watching a, your child grow yes. up. <laughs> and it's weird because, like, I was with him through all those stages, yeah. you know? And it's yeah. crazy to watch it. Yep. But, yeah. Wow. Anyways. That was a tangent. Hope you guys enjoyed <laughs> That was real, though. Real relationship both, shit. Yeah, and now you guys know that Alyssa and I are not just perfect, that we have. <laughs> Thank God we were so perfect. We ruined the image of us. Oh, God. I saw some people saying funny shit. I think it was on Twitter, but saying, like, uh, Megan Fox. You know Megan Fox? Yes. People were saying, Fucking like... hot bitch. Right. People Love were saying, her. like, she needs to stop doing... She's been doing interviews lately because now she's dating MGK. You know Machine Gun Kelly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're dating. Oh. But they've been doing like interviews and shit, and people were like, she needs to stop doing interviews because it's ruining the idealized version of her that I have in my head of being this like sex goddess, but really she's just like a normal girl. I think <laughs> I think that's what they were getting at. I didn't look that much into it. But that's apparently funny. in the interviews, they're just such like a normal couple, or she's like bland, people were saying. She's kind of like boring. But people were saying like so in their head, they thought like, she no, was stop. like this. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, she needs to stop doing interviews. <laughs> They thought she was like this sexy, confident bitch, and she's just like chill. (laughs) That's pretty fucking funny, Uh, actually. So they had this idea, what is the word? Ideologed? Ideologed. Ideologed. Is that the word? Idolized. What is the word? Idolized? What's the word? What? Chronological? Do you know? (laughs) Chronological, Chronological order. Do you know the word I'm trying to say? Ideologized. Ideology. Uh, Ideologized. No. Like an ideolog... They were... (laughs) I just said it five minutes ago. Perfectly fine. Ideologized. I'm trying to find... Wait, can you do... How do you pronounce? Yeah, yeah. Ideologized... Pronunciation. Ideologized or ideologized? Ideologized. Yeah. Okay. Ideologized. Ideologized version of her. That's what they had about us in our in their head. Yeah. But now you're like, oh shit! Now you're like, oh shit! She fucked up the audio. Now they know secrets out. And I'm not apologizing because I was corrected on excuse that too. Excuse me. I have to excuse my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sorry. Oh, my I'm God. I'm excusing it. Thank you guys for listening today. Um, if you want to support us, you totally don't have to, but there's a link in the description. You can pay $2.99 a month and you get our episodes early. It helps support us put out free episodes for you guys twice a week. You get our Mondays on Sundays and our Thursdays on Wednesdays, and we appreciate it. She's raising her hand. I just want to blame Ever for that audio mistake because I'm realizing it was probably when I was pissed going through a really rough week. It's my <laughs> so you just fault. added the wrong episode. You're like, fuck it, might as well. No, I didn't do it on I'm purpose. Kidding, but I'm my kidding. mind was obviously not on, other on things. this. But damn. 
So excuse it again. Sorry. Oh, why did I say sorry? I was doing so well. You said excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. (laughs) It doesn't count if you say sorry right after. It's not happening anymore. I am going to try my best moving forward. To stop apologizing. And to make sure I upload the right audio that too. <laughs> to the episodes. That too. That would be Listen, helpful. Listen, 305 episodes. It's only happened once. This is true. So. This is true. I was just trying to prove that this probably so fucking confused. <laughs> this morning she was talking about it because we didn't really talk about it that much. She's like, yeah, I added a whole last section of a different episode. I'm like, oh, I thought you just like the audio was off and it was echoing or something. Oh, no. <laughs> Total different episode. <laughs> the whole thing wrong. That's funny. No, one quarter of it, not the whole uh, thing. Listen, I love that they pay attention enough to even notice. I know, it's right? Like they, they got to the end. Out. They got yeah, to exactly. the end. That was like minute 47 or something like that. It's like they really listened to the end, Alyssa. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All of a sudden, Alyssa's like, raspy voice is on again. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny part. Because it was a normal episode, and then she inserted like a clip from like a few weeks ago when I had lost my voice. <laughs> People like, I knew her voice was like, <laughs> raspy voice. <laughs> All right, we have to shut up. Okay, goodbye. (gasps) Okay, Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.